Hey everybody, I'm Bill Dugin and this is Life in the Raw, a pastor's journey. This is the first episode and I just want to introduce myself. I'm 36, I'm a Christian, I'm a husband, I'm a father of one beautiful little girl and I'm a pastor in Texas. And so this podcast is just about me sharing my life, that is my heart with everybody and just what I'm learning about following Jesus wherever he's leading. I call it Life in the Raw, a pastor's journey, because I will be raw, authentic, and share as much as appropriate with you about my life and about who I am. So the first episode in this podcast is entitled, My Uncle Just Died, and it's just about my reflections uh, on the passing of my Uncle Howie. He's 66, and about a week ago, at the time of this recording, he passed away. So I just want to share my heart and how I'm feeling and why I really believe it's so important that we understand that God is love. So as I said in the introduction, my Uncle Howie just passed away. He was 66, and uh, it's a tragic situation, really. When I think about him, you know, he wasn't really what you would call an upright citizen. He struggled so much with drug addiction, alcohol addiction, and uh, he had a lot of demons that he allowed beat him down. Um, now, as far as we know, uh, that he had just come off a four-week alcohol uh, bender, and his body basically quit working on him, and he passed away uh, suddenly. So as I think about his death um, and how he died, I have to reflect on how and why he lived. So when I think about the life that my Uncle Howie lived, I don't think it started off the best. He was the first uh, child of my mom's parents. And my grandpa, man, he was a wonderful grandpa, but I don't think that he was very mature when he had his first son. I think there was a lot of jealousy that he had for whatever reason with the relationship between my grandma and my Uncle Howie. And I'm not here to trash on my grandfather by any means. It's just not everybody is ready to be a parent when they become a parent. So oftentimes what happens is our parents are working through their baggage. They're trying to become mature as they're raising kids, and we take on the baggage that they give us from them growing. And so at the time, my grandpa, you know, he was an alcoholic, and someone described him as rough around the edges as well. Again, he was a wonderful grandfather, but probably at this point, he just wasn't ready emotionally to be a father. And while my grandma showed my uncle Howie a ton of love, uh, it was my uncle's relationship uh, with my grandpa that affected him uh, just in negative ways. Also, having an alcoholic father will create many issues as well. And so my uncle didn't have it very great as his life was getting started in those areas. And that doesn't mean that, you know, he's stuck in this way and he couldn't change and he couldn't heal. But sometimes people don't have the tools or support to heal and move forward. Or they get into an unhealthy lifestyle and to deal with their hurts and pains. And so I think both of these apply to my Uncle Howie. And so my uncle, looking for love and acceptance, you know, something to fill what he didn't have from his own father, he eventually found his way on this path into alcohol and drugs, and that's what he chose. That's the path that he chose. He never really got off of that path, and he found himself stuck in this terrible cycle of addiction, and eventually he was in and out of prison, and when he wasn't in prison, you know, he never really could keep a job and uh, he would be staying with my grandparents, uh, with his siblings, other family members, other people, 
Uh, but he ended up burning bridges with all of us because he would do what it took to feed his addiction, unfortunately. And uh, after the death of my grandparents, he kind of just wasn't able to stay with any of us anymore. So he ended up going on his own and uh, staying in the UP of Michigan. This is where he grew up. But he never really pulled out of this cycle of addiction, this life, uh, seeking alcohol and drugs. And so he never, in a healthy way, dealt with the relationship issues with my grandfather. And then there were other tragedies that he couldn't deal with. And so he lived a life, I believe, to be numbed out in a, such a tragic way. And he lost a life that really never took off. And I don't want to paint my uncle as this just terrible person because throughout the years, there were so many pleasant times with him. He was really a genuinely kind uh, individual. He wanted to help others. I really do think that he, he loved us, uh, his family, that is, in his own way. Uh, but, man, to pull out of his addictions, uh, you know, was really tough for him. He, he would at times, but he couldn't uh, fully do that. And, and eventually, as, as I said, they just overtook him. And so as I sit here and I think about my uncle, it, it is sad. I loved my uncle. Now, I hadn't really had a close relationship with him probably for the last 10 years or so. But that doesn't mean that I didn't love him. That doesn't mean that he isn't missed. He really, at his core, I believe, really wanted uh, to be a good person and really didn't want to have these addictions. And I'm sitting here reflecting on my uncle and his life growing up and now how it's ended. And I'm thinking about all this stuff. I think about my own daughter. As I'm recording this, she's just about seven months old. And lately, I've been holding her in my arms. I'm looking her in the eyes, and I'm thinking of my uncle, and I'm thinking of his relationship with my grandpa, and I'm deathly afraid that I'm going to screw her up. I have seen what happens when a father doesn't love his child as he should. I know the potential harm I can do and the important role that I play, and it, and it freaks me out. This is why I believe 100% in the Bible verse that says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because I don't have the strength to love my daughter like I should. I'm too selfish, and I need uh, every day to get on my knees and pray that I can have the type of love for my daughter that she needs in order to feel secure and, and in order to know that she has somebody here that's for her no matter what. It also makes me reflect on something. Why the love of a father, love of a mother, why a love of our parents, why it means so much in our lives. Why can it set us off in such a destructive path if we don't have it? Why do we need this? Why do we need this love? I think as I'm reflecting, I believe it when the Bible says that we are created by God. And obviously much can be said about God. And so just reflect, what is it that you think about him? What is it that you have experienced when it comes to God? Uh, maybe you're someone that doesn't believe in God, or maybe you do believe in God, but you're not sure if you can trust him because of issues that have happened in your life or that are happening right now. But, you know, when I reflect on the importance of having love from our parents— I have to believe that the Bible is true when it states that God is love, found in 1 John 4, 18 and 16. 
See, God created us, as you said earlier, and uh, in Genesis one twenty six, it says that he created us in his image and likeness. And to me, certainly this means in some physical way we reflect God, but it also means also in some relational and emotional way we reflect God. And so if God is love, it makes sense that we thrive when we are loved. And we also thrive when we return that love back to others. And we aren't just talking about the mushy-ooey-gooey infatuation type love. What I'm talking about is love as commitment. Love is choosing to be faithful to someone even in the face of unfaithfulness to them. Love is holding somebody accountable when they need it. Love is supporting someone in the worst times of life. And love is rejoicing with someone in the good moments in life. So in short, I mean love as faithful to the relationship no matter what's going on. A famous scripture from the Bible talks about love in this way. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endears through every circumstance. That's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. This description of love really is the foundation for all of our lives. And without experiencing this type of love, we will always be searching for it or be looking to numb ourselves out of our reality. And the wonderful thing is that God, our creator, he is this way. This describes him. And he has revealed himself to us as love. And so if you're searching for love, for something more, for someone that is faithful and will always be faithful, you don't have to look any further. My uncle at times searched for God, but he could never truly fully trust that God is love. And God is exactly what my uncle was always looking for. Not just the love of his own father, but God's faithful love in his life. And so how about you? Where are you at right now? You're here listening to this podcast for whatever reason you chose, and you're continuing to listen. But right now, you can begin to explore, maybe for the first time or for the first time in a while, the love that God has for us. You can begin to build an intimate relationship with this God. And so if this is something you want to do, here are some steps that you can just easily take. One, you can just start talking to God, and you can ask for Him to reveal Himself to you. And two, uh, God reveals himself to us through his word most easily. So if you have a Bible, it's time to crack it open. If you don't have a Bible, you can download one onto whatever device you have. And when it comes to the Bible, it can be something that's daunting. It can be something that's kind of scary to open up, but don't be scared. Pray that God will reveal himself to you as you open up his word. And and I really want to encourage you, start at the very beginning. Start in Genesis Start where God begins to reveal himself in, as our creator. And just read a small portion. You don't have to read a ton at a time. And then after you read just a small portion, just take some time to reflect on what you're reading. And as you reflect, it's important to ask some questions, such as, uh, what am I learning about God from this? And also, what am I learning about myself from this? Um, Also, you can ask yourself, you know, is God speaking to me, asking me to do something with what I'm reading? 
And I guarantee the more you take time to talk to God in prayer, the more you take time to to be in his word and to reflect on the things you're reading in his word, you will come into God's presence and you will come to have intimacy with him more and more day by day. And you will find something fulfilling that maybe right now you are looking uh, for in every place, but the ultimate source of love for all of us. And so if you're starting off for maybe the first time or the first time in a while trying to get back and uh, and reading God's word and spending time praying with him, set a goal, an attainable goal in the next week. Don't say, I'm going to do this seven days a week because if you miss one day, then you've already messed your goal up. But something from one to three days. And pick a time in your schedule. Be very specific and be very specific for how much time you're going to give. And see what happens. You just got to start somewhere. And the more that you spend time with God and his word, reflecting and and spending quality time with him, the easier it's going to be to be able to spend time with him and want to spend more time with him. And I would love to hear from you. Uh, My email is rawlifepastorbill at gmail.com. Shoot me a note. Tell me how you're doing. If you need something prayed for. I love to pray for people. It's one of my favorite things to do as a pastor. And thank you for joining me on this podcast and listening to the very bitter end. So may God bless you as you continue to see him.